are you ready to become awesomer? Hello everyone, my name is Umar Hamid and welcome to the No Limit Selling Podcast where we explore mindset, how leaders grow their people, their teams, their organizations, and their revenue. Looking for more? Join us on the Mindset Boosters group. You'll find the link in the show notes. And now, let's get on with the show. everyone. Today I have the privilege of having Eric Jones here and he is a big enchilada at sales. Finish it for me. Sales is evolving. Always. And it's iteration and it gets better and better. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. So Eric, from your point of view, how is sales evolving in uh, this day and age? Right now we're kind of sequestered at home. It's COVID times and pretty soon we'll be uh, hearing our kids tell their kids, you got it easy. I was growing up in COVID time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's changing in, in a lot of respects, right? I mean, internally, uh, where if let's say you're a new hire, um, and, and I've been there, where I, I got hired two days before COVID started. So I, I knew two people out of uh, 800. And so right. ramping was, you know, ramping your 30, 60, 90 was quite different. You're you're having one-on-ones over video conferencing, but that that's that's about it. You're you're really kind of you know the, they 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 want someone that doesn't need a lot of handholding, doesn't need a lot of nurturing in their in their 30, 60, 90 in their ramp um, or in their job in general. Um, but in terms of technology, we're using you know there's a reason why all these companies are IPOing and, and blowing up. Um, collaboration companies from Slack to Zoom Info to um, you know Zoom meetings uh, to to video in general, and it's it's harder to to stick out whether you're prospecting for a sale, whether you're looking for a job, whether you're trying to distinguish your brand in the market. You're you're having to get creative, and there's a lot of options out there. There's the you know there's the, there's the, there's a ton um, from from you know the, the options where it's just you know plug and play like a like a Vidyard or Wistia uh, Vimeo or something like that to people that are getting really creative with um, using their own cameras and getting you know where the te- technical aptitude is is or um, uh, more te- te- technical aptitude is required. I sent you out an invitation to be on the podcast using uh, BombBomb, and it was a video of me saying you know uh, hey come on my show. So it just makes it more warmer and you get a sense of who you're going to be interacting with before you have to actually agree to something. And I'm getting a lot more yeses in my sales endeavors as well as in podcasting because I use video. Yeah. So how are you using video? I'm interested. So primarily what I use is uh, probably three ways. I don't know the third way yet, but I'll come up with it by the time I get there. One is uh, a product called BombBomb. And what they do is when you send an email, it embeds a video inside that email and it shows a little gift, so there's movement in the email, and I get to basically make my case. And it could be as simple as, hey, Eric, uh, my name's Umar, and I help sales teams become more effective. I'm going to help your salespeople increase their sales by 20%. Set up a 15-minute call, and let's, uh, let me show you how I can do it. Click on the link below. Piece of cake. That's great. And have you noticed it's changed engagement rates at all? 
it's gone up uh, significantly because, you know, reading a, a paragraph or two is different than just clicking on a video and seeing a 30 second video. You also get the, the demeanor of the person, the tone of voice. Hey, that guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I should take a few minutes. Also, the second way is just doing a lot of videos on uh, Vimeo, on uh, YouTube, just sharing ideas with the world at large. And then the third way is doing, I just did a, a webinar, which is pretty much just a video on seven ways to overcome anxiety. And people attended, they got to see me, I got to capture the video. So it's something that's evergreen I can use again. So we live in amazing times. So you have a, two different things, anxiety practice. Is that something that's... So the main thing I do is uh, I'm an expert at changing human behavior and it's very much for salespeople, you know, how do you get them to uh, overcome the fear and pick up the phone? It's all internal belief stuff. And then the other side of the practice is just people coming in saying, you know, hey, I run a company, but it takes me too long to make decisions. And we figure out, oh, you've got this need to be liked. Let's change the beliefs around that. And all of a sudden they can make decisions faster. They always knew, but another part of their psyche was slowing them down. Basically saying, you know, but what will they think of you? Shouldn't you give them another three months? You know, all that human stuff. Humans haven't changed. Technology has changed. We are still the same. And Shakespeare yeah. should be dead and buried. It's not because the same kind of stuff that was going on then, Elizabethan times, is going on today. And instead of like uh, people fighting, uh, knights fighting, we've got people dissing each other on Facebook. Yeah. You know, I, I always... People ask me what, what's my what's my go-to sales book or what are my top five sales books, and I say, hey, company culture changes. I mean, look at COVID right now. Um, technology changes, but psychology doesn't really change that much, or it changes over at all hundreds of years. And so, the psychology of sales is is those those kinds of books are the ones that I really I try to go after. Um, because, uh, that's, that's something that doesn't change. And I get a lot of value from that. So, um, this, this is, this is interesting because it's podcast hosts, um, on, uh, the co-host, let's go back and forth. Like, I'm asking you, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm on my podcast a little bit, but, um, but, but what do you, what are you seeing in, in the, in, in terms of, um, engagement, the one that your podcast where you have a guest or the ones where you, you're just by yourself and you're, you're giving some counsels and advising people on, on how to. Blah, so blah, generally blah. more engagement when I do a solo, this is what we're doing, oh, really? but more traction when I have another guest, because uh, a lot of people have a, a following, like we had Joan London on the show from Good Morning America fame, and that show is going to go out next week and she's got a massive following. So that's oh. going to do an uptick on uh, downloads and listenership and reach new audiences. That's great. And how do you usually distribute or promote afterwards? So very poorly. Uh, so on LinkedIn, uh, the email list, uh, nothing heroic. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, great. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm always curious to ask other podcast hosts how they're going about their, their business. So. so let me ask you, sales is changing. And what's an effective way from your point of view to use video to uh, deepen relationships and close more business? Yeah. So, it, um, it, so first it starts with, you, you hear about video, right? And you start hearing that there's, there's more engagement and that it might be worthwhile to, to check out, to evaluate, right? That's the first stage. Mm -hmm. And if you're an account executive under a uh, director of sales, 
you might need to ask permission to use video because you know there's they might not want that to be part of my advice is do not listen to them you want to do it do it yeah. ask for forgiveness much better than asking for permission that i agree agree so let's just say um they get fired they, be proud go do yeah, it right don't you the options right and then there's there's the vineyards there's the bomb bombs there's the there's um you know, Vimeo and whatnot. And, 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 you know, they do the job, right. And they make it really easy to do. Um, what we bring to the table is a more sophisticated um, approach with, uh, with actual professional cameras um, where we, where the, the quality of the video is substantially um, higher. And, and so that first impression is we're counting on that first impression and what i've what i've experienced in sales and 16 plus years in sales is that is that um that, that first impression that first call that first email they see if if it resonates um you know they, they might delete it they might delete that 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 voicemail but if something resonated maybe that second time they're going to pick up so it's about first impressions, I think, and, and noticing the difference of a high quality video. I'm not doing it justice today. I'm just using my Logitech video cam. Looks pretty good still. You can't, can't really see uh, the difference too much, but, but um, that high quality, the level of quality um, and uh, shows, shows a different caliber of professionalism. And I think that as video progressively becomes more of a commodity you're gonna you're gonna need these kind of distinguishing traits it, it's like cold calling and emailing right now at one at one point email was you know uh, the dominant form of communication yeah it was it was you know brand new and all you have to do is write an email and then and then there's um mass emailing uh, email campaigns and now you really have to be personalized and really put a lot of thought into how you personalize your emails. And I think that's going to happen with, with video. And so um, we're, we're, we're trying to take it to that level where the, the, the quality of the video and also what we do is we teach, um, you know, video etiquette, how to be, how to be natural, how to maybe, you know, as it relates to what, what you're teaching, um, teach out, take out some of the anxiety that comes with being on video. Um, those kinds of things we also add into to our package. So we let them know the options available and we're not, we're not um, necessarily uh, pointing them towards our solution, but if they want to go towards a different solution, still we'll, we'll tell them how to set it up. Um, and then, you know, what, what works in terms of engagement, uh, you know, in terms of, your mannerisms, your gestures, your your your, your presence on the on the video. Um, so that's what we're really trying to do. And then uh, a level past that is podcasting, right? Podcasting isn't as popular as using video, but it's uh, it's increasingly. I mean, it, it's it's exploding in growth, just just as video is. And podcasting is 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 great at for for a lot of things, right? I mean, for increasing your brand. Um, I mean, in, in, you know, in growing your brand uh, online for networking, uh, you know, you can join as many clubs as you want. But I've learned more from the guests I've had on my shows 
um, from Dale Dupree to John Barrows to Jay McBain from Forrester than I than I probably have from you know from from um, reading reading a sales book or something like that. So it it allows you to to extend your network to learn from the greatest, um, get those you know those insight gems, and if you're within a company and you're doing a podcast, become a thought leader within your within your company and, and to be known as a resource that people can go to um, if they have questions about you know any 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 part of sales acumen. Yeah, podcasting has been going on for a while. It's exploded, and if you want to uh, open the door to uh, talk with a hard to reach executive, inviting them to a podcast is probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah, and I, I'm so twelve. I haven't been turned down yet. And so it, it's good there. And the trick needs to be is you need to have the person you're interviewing, at least in my opinion, that if you can help them get an insight into their thoughts, then you make a friend and then you kind of move up in stature pretty quickly. If you're just going to ask the same old questions that they've answered a hundred times in the podcast they've done, then it's just like, a, oh, thank you for the interview. Yeah. But if you help them get an insight, uh, a, it makes interesting podcasting, but two, it builds relationships. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and that, that was part of my, I think that's part of my niche is I try to ask questions that, that haven't been asked internet wide, um, on a search for at least a couple on, on each episode. And so if like, I don't get that, started, you asked me what's my favorite color. I've been asked that before. I feel like it was a failed episode. Right. Brilliant. I was just teasing. I said, before our episode, you asked me what my favorite color was. I'd never been asked that. That was amazing. So what do you do with the podcast? You, you do the podcast. How do you leverage that podcast to get a build a bigger audience? How are you doing that? Um, yeah. So what what I'll do is I have I've currently on LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn page for my podcast, and I have getting close to five hundred followers. Um, I have a uh, blog newsletter I send out, and um, and I and I also uh, am, am writing posts on LinkedIn to to promote it. Um, but I, you know, I, that it's, it's, it's an area where I could, I could probably use a lot of growth in promoting it to get to the next level. Um, I use a platform called anchor that distributes the, 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 the podcast to eight, eight different platforms. And, and that certainly helps. Um, it got me five, five star reviews on Apple podcasts, but, um, you know, I, 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 I probably could use a lot of help in that area. Brilliant. Certainly, depending on who you're interviewing, it could be pressworthy. So a press release might come out, depending on who it is. Like the Joan London thing, we'll probably do a press release. Uh, not that they care about us, but they care about her and we're in there and it gets carried. It helps. Everybody that I do a podcast with, I was interviewed twice today, is I send them an invitation. Anytime you're releasing any episode, let me know. I'll send it out on my network as well. And if we kind of stay together, we've yeah. got the ability to go out to hundreds of thousands of people, all of us. So it's very much a, a cooperative uh, landscape if you want it to be. It really is. And I think that's part, that's part of why I get a lot of yeses. Um, my, my podcast is called Sales Intersection, and it's an intersection of sales and impact, sales and meaning, uh, money and meaning, or money and impact. And so my first season was more, is on the spectrum, more sales less meaning and my second season is going to be more meaning, less sales and more underrepresented uh, people, women, old, older women, older people, um, you know, uh, 
uh, people from the LGBT uh, community, um, so on and so forth. And um, anyway, I think um, telling people my story and telling people that that I'm legitimately I, I legitimately started a podcast because I wanted to talk about sales and meaning, not not doing a, a podcast for sales and meaning so I could I could boost revenue in the fourth quarter twenty two percent, but that's that was the sole reason that by itself is, is unique. And that's why I got the, the story in Yahoo and digital journal and people, people have been there. They, they, they've been there in the very beginning when they were starting something on their own and they, they can empathize with you and um, you know, they'll, they'll give you a shot. Absolutely. Right now, if you were trying to get to the senior VP at Adobe, getting a meeting with that person, how would you orchestrate that? So our listeners can go, you know, not that VP, but I got another VP that can use that strategy to get uh, a face-to-face -face over Zoom or whatever. So what would be your strategy? How would you recommend landing that meeting? Strategy would be very similar as, as it would be if I was selling for a company. Um, CEO of Adobe, I would, I would probably listen to three of his podcasts. I would look, look at it. His, his last 10 Twitter posts. I would look at his, his last 10, you know, um, articles, comments on, on LinkedIn. Um, I would use my network to see if anyone knows him or her. Um, and I would, I would try to try to get to what is his focus right now? What are, are, are they trying to accomplish? Are they, are they going after is maybe a certain client? Or maybe they're they're trying to be you know go after more social causes something to that effect. So I would I would present I would position my my podcast in such a way that would attract what um, you know what, what what they're looking for and promote um, what what they're trying to go after um, and then try to try to attract fans. Um, and write some posts that would get people that, that are interested in that to, to attend. Napoleon Bonaparte was one of the greatest generals in history. And one of the things he would do better than anyone else is study all the maps, know the terrain, go out on the forefront where the battle was, knowing the lay of the land was critical to him winning his battles. And kind of that's what you described is like, hey, if you've got a target in mind, Figure out what they've been doing, what podcasts, what Twitter, what LinkedIn, and the better you know them, the more relevant you can be. So words to live by is you just can't wing it. If you want to be a professional salesperson and land those appointments, you need to put in the work. And the trick is not to go after 10,000 people and hoping the best. It's like go after 20 that could actually make your year if any one of them came on yeah. board. Just so you know, after this podcast, I'm going to write down... Um, this, this was the day I was compared to Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> you are short. And that was what I was going for. No, I can't see how tall you are. Just kidding. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Before we part on video, what would be the three pieces of advice you'd give people when they're looking for the equipment they need to be an effective salesperson in this day and age? Well, I would, I, I would branch out. I, I, would, um, I would join a lot of different communities. A lot of times in, 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 in corporate environment or even startups, you get siloed to where you're, you're, you're just doing the work that's needed, that's, that's being asked for by your boss. Um, you're trying to get your 50 dials in 
or you're, you know, you're trying to hit your number by the end of the quarter. But it's important to, I mean, the, the, the spectrum uh, of guests I've had on, on season one and, and their, their insights and their background and the way they look at sales, it's so different. I learned so many different things. So if you can do a podcast and, and try to reach out to, uh, to, to, to a variety of people, but two, I would join a lot of organizations right now. I'm part of a community called quad meets and by no means am I, um, you know, a founder or associated with it in any other way than being a member. And it, 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 it randomly picks four people, um, every meeting to meet in a zoom meeting for 30 minutes and, you, love it. and you network and maybe you can't help each other. Maybe you won't, but you learn from each other. Right. Um, and so I think, um, you know, and, and the third one would be, uh, is, is read as much as you can. Um, professional development, uh, is the theme here with all three, but read, you know, read, read, uh, as, as many of the sales books as you can. I don't, I don't, um, you know, subscribe to, to one, uh, particular sales methodology. I think that you, I, I, I know most of them, but it's important to know when to pivot, when to use which one, um, and where. Brilliant. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was a joy having you on. Yeah, great. Thank you, Omar. And, and when will, just so I know, when will this be, uh, airing or how, how are you going to be distributing this? So it's going to go on Podbean probably sometime in February, but we'll give you a heads up before he goes out. Okay, fantastic. Well, I've enjoyed the conversation, and um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna check out Bomb Bomb. That, that sounds like a that sounds like a um, a, a great idea for my for my email uh, efforts. Brilliant. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 